I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to another episode of Steelers Afternoon Drive. I'm Alan Saunders. That is not Zachary Smith. That is Nick Farabaugh. And I think since we started Steelers Afternoon Drive this summer, this is the first time it's been me and Nick on the show together. I've done it with Derek Bell. I've done it with Smitty. Obviously, Nick's done it with Smitty. I think I did one with Chris Carter once. But this is the first time with me and Nick. And uh, we've got a Steelers game day edition of Steelers Afternoon Drive. Nick and I are getting ready to head down to Akershore Stadium. So we're going to make this one a little bit quicker, but we're going to talk about the game against the Patriots, our expectations, make a prediction, and then um, we'll get down there. Smitty, I believe, is already on his way. He is attending tonight's game in the in the stands. He posted his selfie of him in his Jalen Warren color rush jersey. Nick, you like the color rush jerseys? I like them. I think the block numbers are better, though, personally. Um, I know a lot of people are big on the color rush and think they're the best jerseys the Steelers have. I'm not of that opinion, but I think they are nice. I like the contrast. I like the darker, deeper saturation on the color rushes. I think it makes them pop. But I think you can only wear the color rush in prime time. Like that, yeah, I, I was just going to say that. Day. I love them at night. I, I That's what I really like about it. Yeah, uh, for sure. So um, this is suddenly now a big game for the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? When you when you looked at it, the, ske- the schedule at the beginning of the year, you were like, all right, Thursday night, whatever. You know, those games are usually not very good anyway. It didn't look at the beginning of the year like the Patriots are going to be a dangerous team. Certainly at the midpoint of the year, you were thinking, oh, this game's probably going to be a dud, should be an easy win for the Steelers, not going to be that big of a deal. Uh, and even as 
far back as two weeks ago, kind of thought, thought, well, like, hey, this was an easy stretch of the Steelers' schedule. This should be an easy game. And then I think all the confidence and all the expectations went out the window when the Steelers just absolutely laid an egg against the Arizona Cardinals on Sunday, losing to one of the worst teams in, in football by two touchdowns. And I think that has left everyone very nervous about what to expect when the Steelers and Patriots take the field at Akershire Stadium tonight. Nick, where's your mind in terms of where this game is? Did did what happened against Arizona change things as dramatically for you as it seems to have for the uh, for the community? No, not really. I was on this show on Friday, and I told people that was going to be a close game, a tough game. I even I wanted to pick Arizona to win that game. Like everything was lining up to me. Everyone was talking. Oh, they're going to be nine and four. Look at these parlays that are going to go through. I'm going to win money on the Steelers today. I'm going to do all this, this. And I'm like, well, this is a classic trap game for them. Because, listen, New England's not good, but Belichick's coming to town. Everyone hates the Patriots in this town. If you don't think the players get a little bit amped up for the Patriots, even in this form, I think you're a little bit misguided in that. Like, it was a bigger game, right? Sandwiched between the Bengals and the Patriots and then the Bengals again. Like, I think the Steelers definitely read their own press clippings a little bit. And we're like, yeah, we can get this game. And then we got two games where we're really going to get hyped for because the Patriots and the Bengals, even if it's not Burrow and Brady, it's still the Patriots and the Bengals at some point in this town. That means something. And so I think people just overlooked it a little bit. I also thought really that the Cardinals really had a nice formula with the Kyler stuff coming back, um, the explosive receivers they had, even if they're not great receivers and James Conner to really give the Steelers' defense a little bit more trouble than people thought they could. And then the Steelers' offense just hurt themselves so badly that that's why they lost. You look at success rates coming out of that game. The Steelers were the better team in success rate by a large margin. They actually, if they had taken care of the football, if the bad snaps hadn't happened, I would venture to say they would have won that game. Um, But it was a complete destruction of their own doing. But I don't think that's going to be something that we're going to see. I think we're at the the cataclysmic part of this where everyone's like, one week it's like, yeah, they're back. They're they're going to beat, you know, the Chiefs. So now it's like, well, they're not going to win another game. Like, I think we need to, I think we need to calm down on that a little bit. Um, I I think they're going to be, I'm not going to say they're going to be fine because I think there's rewards, but I don't think they're like the worst team everyone thinks they were last week. Yeah, and, you know, I have to say this about the Cardinals, too. You know, they come in with a 2-10 and 10 record. Kyler Murray had only played two games. Like, there's a pretty different or dramatically different team with Kyler Murray at quarterback. Now, this week, the New England Patriots are coming in. They've played Mac Jones. They've played Bailey Zappi. They played Mac Jones again. They played Bailey Zappi again. They might play Malik Cunningham. It doesn't really seem to matter. I don't think the Patriots have a good quarterback. Is this the worst offense in the NFL? And, like, gosh, with Ramondre Stevenson out, like, like – I'm almost like what like the expectation for the Steelers defense is like nearly like you can't give up a touchdown or it's going to be a bad game. Yeah, it's a terrible offense. They get nothing out of the quarterback position. The the offensive line's been banged up for a lot of the year too. Trent Brown is questionable. Um, and they haven't even really played that well. I mean, they're playing Michael Owenu, who I really like, who is a natural guard out of tackle because they're so thin out of tackle. Uh, that's TJ Watts <laughs> matchup and I, like I really Michael. like Michael Owenu, but that is a that yeah. is a disaster in the I making mean, he, of the Patriots. Michael Owenu is one of those guys that is a Pro Bowl level starter at guard and barely playable at tackle. So that is not going to be good for them. Even if Trent Brown plays, he is banged up against Alex Highsmith. You like that matchup? Like the front should be really good, and then you just look at these weapons and like none none of them give you 
any bit of a fear. Like Hunter Henry is a, is a solid player, but he's nowhere near Trey McBride. And, and people were like, you know, he could be a Trey McBride guy. Like, I, I don't think he's anywhere near that. I think Kosicki is probably the more dangerous of the two tight ends that we're talking about. But even then, I think the Steelers have reasonable players to match up against Kosicki. And then you just look at this receiving core. They're missing their best receiver, in my opinion, in Pop Douglas, who is a really solid rookie out of Liberty that has come on nicely. He is out. Kayshawn Boutte, who had really come on before his shoulder injury, is out. So Juju's been banged up all year. You know what Juju's probably going to bring. Devontae Parker's hurt, too. Like that, yeah, those, Both of those guys are questionable. I think they're going to play, but like the, the best healthy receiver the Patriots have is Tyquan Thornton. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Rager is there, too. I mean, it's really not a good wide receiving core at all. And then you look at the backup running backs. I mean, Zeke is good in, in carries, but he's more of a goal line back that can kind of get you into the red area there and, and really pound it in. And then you kind of look at the backups there. And I mean, it's, it's really not that crazy. You have Kevin Harris and Jamichael hasty. Like none of those guys are, are striking fear in you. I think the one wrinkle that could throw this kind of to the loop is Malik Cunningham. We, we kind of talked about him. He's just so different from what Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones are. Maybe if they bring out a wrinkle and the Steelers can't defend the quarterback run, that can be an issue. But I think I think you know Mike Tomlin has been very clear about that all week. They are preparing for Malik Cunningham in case that happens. So I don't know, man. This is a really bad offense, missing two of its best players at the skill group positions. They weren't even good with those guys in. We were talking about an offense that scored 13 points over the last three weeks. Um, I, I don't. I just don't know how they are going to manage significant points against the Steelers' offense. Because it really, to me, like I just look at matchups and I'm like, there's really not a lot of matchups I like this group against the Steelers in. Yeah, I I, I predicted that the uh, that the Steelers defense will not give up any touchdowns and they will score one. I, I I think that's like it could be that kind of game. Now on the other side of the ball, obviously you know the focus is Mitch Trubisky playing. I don't really think he's very different from Kenny Pickett. I think they're pretty much in terms of the end result, the same guy might get there a little bit differently. I think Trubisky. Uh, is a little bit freer throwing the ball down the field, especially over the middle. I expect him to have more yards than Pickett usually does, but that has traditionally come with interceptions. And that's also throwing really into the teeth of this New England defense, which is, uh, I have to say, really, really good. I mean, that they, they, they are as good of a defense as I can remember that does not have like a single, like nobody is on the top 15 of the defensive player of the year list. From that's a New England Patriot, and they might have a top three defense. Like they are awesome across the board without really having stars, but the safeties, Jabril Peppers especially, are the best ones. I can see this being a game where Trubisky gets himself in trouble if he tries to do too much. Yeah, those safeties are really good. Kyle Duggar is also, in my opinion, one of the more underrated safeties in the entire league. Just a matchup mismatch piece that erases guys. Like this is a guy that, like this is one of the few weeks, in my opinion, the Steelers cannot run George Pickens up the middle of the field because I think they have a unique matchup to erase him. Pat Fryermuth, they can erase him. Like, I love what they have at safety. Even, But I will say there's two, I think, big things with this Patriots defense. One, they're missing Matt Judon, which means this pass rush, it's not as great. Josh Uche is a nice player. Um, you, you like some of those guys up front. You love Christian Barmore, at least I love Christian Barmore. Um, but it is not an elite pass rush um, without Matt Judon. I think also corner is a concern for them without Christian Gonzalez. There's a reason they drafted Christian Gonzalez. That was to take away explosive plays. He's out for the season. Well, they needed 100 things. They drafted a corner 
Like that's how badly they needed that corner, and now they don't have him. Exactly. J.C. Jackson and and John Jones and and those guys are solid, but they are you know Jalen Mills as well. Like they they are good players, but they are not great at defending the deep ball. Like I think that is the big thing we talked about. We've heard about Mitch and and Eddie and all these guys saying we want to push the ball down the field. Well, there's a reason for that, guys. That is the weakness of this Patriots defense. I think you're going to see a lot of George Pickens. Back shoulder balls today. I think you got to scheme him up to get those. Like I think this is a is an explosion spot for George Pickens. Um, if they can feed him, he should get ten targets at least today. In my opinion, um, this could be a big game for George Pickens because that's the, that's the weakness. But I'm interested to see if they can run the football in this game. This is statistically the best run defense in the NFL in terms of success rate and EPA per play. It is an elite run defense. But if they can run against this team, I mean, they can run against anybody. So. That, that's going to be the, the truth there, but lots of underrated players on that front to prevent that. Jawan Bentley's a great run defender uh, at the second level as well. You have Lawrence Guy, who's a really underrated player. So I'm not sure the run game's going to be cooking as much today, but I think they can have options down the field if they, they get protection good enough and they scheme it up well. Yeah, additionally, a banged-up Najee Harris who didn't practice on Wednesday or and Tuesday with a knee injury that cropped up kind of in the middle of a week. A bunch of sort of game-day uh, injury concerns for the Steelers in this one. Four players listed as questionable. Harris, inside linebacker Landon Roberts, left guard Isaac Samalu, center Mason Cole, and the Steelers made just one practice squad move, bringing up special teams outside linebacker Kyron Johnson, not a position where they're dealing with injury. So, I mean, I think to me that sounds like pretty good injury news for the Steelers. I was already expecting Cole to play, and they do have some depth on the offensive line, right? Dylan Cook has been a healthy scratch for most of the year, but I think this is a pretty solid sign for especially Landon Roberts that he's going to play in this game because I felt very strongly that if he wasn't, Miles Jack was going to be up from the practice squad as well. Yeah, and it's a big addition to their run defense. I think that's the one way the Patriots really could have stayed in this is the Malik Cunningham stuff and then Zeke maybe not you know being an explosive player but getting six, seven yards throughout – kind of just breaking tackles, running hard. I feel like that's one of the ways they could have gotten at least field goals in this one. And so I think Alandon Roberts being out there is huge. I'm also very interested to see Blake Martinez in this one. It's pretty certain to me that we're going to see Blake Martinez play in this one. I actually think we're going to see a three-man rotation. I think we're going to see Michael Walker more on passing downs, and we're going to see E-Rob probably try and play as much as he can. Um, but I think Martinez will play a lot more to take some off of Michael Walker's plate, which I think will be good for Michael Walker because Michael Walker needs the hammer to kind of come down, let him run freely through blocks, um, and be able to get in the hole and make those tackles. It frees him up in coverage. It makes Michael Walker a better player as a guy that has a secondary guy next to him. Um, so I, I think that'll help the inside linebacking core. But I cannot tell you how much Atlanta Roberts means to this defense right now. I think that was a big reason they lost against Arizona, too. When we talked about the run game, you know, of Arizona starting to cook late in the game, I think E-Rob being out was a big reason as to why um, so really, really big news to me for the Steelers to have a Landon Roberts. Two yards per carry before Landon Roberts was injured and 5.1 yards per carry after Landon Roberts was injured for the Arizona Cardinals last week. A massive difference and then that didn't and, and Trey McBride also did not really start to go off until after that Roberts injury when they were asking Walker to probably at that point do more than he was capable of I think uh the health of the Steelers was a big storyline coming into this one and it looks like it is trending towards positive I do expect that all those guys we aren't going to know for sure until those game day inactives come out an hour and a half before kickoff kickoff is scheduled for 8 15 p.m at Acre Shore Stadium Nick and I'll be there Nick it's prediction time what do you got? How do you see this playing out? 
And and what do you think is going to happen for the Steelers and the Pats? I'm going to stun everyone and predict the first two-score win for the Steelers this year. I really think this. I, I have largely been a proponent that this is going to be the game where they kind of put things a little bit more together. It might not be a great two-score win, but I think the defense is going to be able to stop this New England offense. It's not a good offense. I think they'll be able to hit a few explosive plays to George Pickens. I think Mitch Trubisky has a good enough deep ball to do that. And I think generally they're just the more talented team um, in this one. So as long as they don't completely just unravel like they did against Arizona and you know turn the ball over and all that, I think this team should win. I'm not going to give you a, an extravagant score. I'm going to have to take Steelers 16 to 6 to win this one. So take the under, in my opinion. It's going to be ugly, but I do think the Steelers control this game for the most part, and I do think they're going to win. I also have the Steelers winning, going under the total and covering. So if it hit the, all, the same three here, I've got them uh, winning 20 to 9, keeping the pads out of the end zone. This Patriots offense is just awful, and I don't really see it getting any better at this point, especially without Ramondre Stevenson. And I think this is a game where you're going to see the Steelers move the ball. I do think they will turn it over a little bit more than they have with Mitch Trubisky in there, but I think they can move the ball and dominate the clock. And this will be a game where they're just going to have the ball all game. I, I can see that. And, uh, and I think they get a defensive touchdown to really put this one out of reach. Probably won't be Minka Fitzpatrick. He's got a, a club on his hand in practice anyway, that was about the size of, of a uh, of a bowling ball. I don't know. Maybe you'll get a slimmer <laughs> one for the game, but maybe not. Make if you're picking a player prop, I think I'd go under Minka Fitzpatrick interceptions. But I think the Steelers have it in them, especially like if you're Bailey Zappi, if you're in this New England offense right now, like why wouldn't you take some chances? What do you have to lose? Like I think they're going to be, they're going to try to be aggressive just because why not? Like Bailey Zappi's trying to play for his job. I think he might put the ball in some places where the Steelers can get to it. I also think that uh, T.J. Watt could have a monster game. I, I do, too. I, I, I like – if we're going to go with an interception today, I like the young rook, Joey Porter Jr., to get one. Yeah. Um, that's who I think is the likeliest. Could also see one of those linebackers, maybe Nabin one, maybe E-Rob getting one against his former team. Uh, I, I, I agree with you. I just don't see a true path. I will say there is one thing. I, I do feel like the Patriots moved the ball a little bit last week against the Chargers. That Chargers defense is terrible. Um, but they did move it. They never got like past the 40 yard line. So maybe they find something. I like Bill O'Brien as an offensive coordinator. So I don't think like the scheme is like a huge issue, um, but they did start to find a little bit of momentum. Obviously didn't translate to the scoreboard, but they found a little bit of something, but obviously that was before Ramondre Stevenson got hurt and pop Douglas is out now. And so is Keisha Boutte. So going to be tough. I mean, it's for me, for them to move the football. So we'll see. I, I don't, this is going to be a particularly ugly game, in my opinion, and the Patriots are going to be a big reason as to why. This is there truly might be the worst football team in the NFL right now. Yeah, one thing I want to bring up if we're talking about ways the Patriots can win, if you remember this game a year ago, Gunnar Olszewski muffs a punt at his own 10-yard line. Patriots get a free touchdown out of that. The Steelers special teams has been horrendous the last two weeks. Inconsistent punting, uh, no no positive returns, a bunch of penalties, uh, not being able to down punts, like just awful, miserable special teams. If that continues, that is a way that the Steelers could let the Patriots in this game. Bill Belichick's teams generally have very good special teams units. 
Yeah, and Miles Bryant, their returner, is a pretty dangerous returner. He can really fly. So if he can maybe break one off, we've seen kick return units also be a little leaky recently. I think a lot of that's attributed to a lot of the injuries they faced in the special teams with, you know, Elijah Riley and Casey being pulled off them because of injuries to the safety room, just more and more injuries popping up. So I think that's a big reason. But I think you're right. I think, you know, Presley Harvin gives them easy short fields. I think to get field goals. I think that could be something they don't have a very good kicking game either, though. I think that's something to look at. You know, Chad Ryland, their kicker has not been very good this year. They actually um, signed a uh, former Steelers kicker, Matthew Wright to their practice squad as like a competition for Ryland this week. So yeah, clearly not happy with their kicking game, but I think the rest of the special teams, I would probably give the advantage to the Patriots. Yeah, I would too. But in terms of putting points up on the scoreboard, if they're missing kicks, I mean, that, that it really is going to drill them because Chris Boswell has been awesome. I know he missed one last week, but that was really just a snowball's effect, to my opinion. Um, so I, I really think that is that is a big thing. And I think the other way, I think there are two ways you win um, if you're the Patriots. It's with those special team splash plays, and then the Steelers turning the ball over on offense, and just guys like Ezekiel Elliott, Mike Kosicki, just doing enough to get you in field goal range, maybe in the end zone for one touchdown. It's where you can win something like 13-10 to 10 or something like that. I think that is... A big thing maybe you get a defensive touchdown um that, that's something you know maybe mitch throws a pick six like that could be something that that really rears its ugly head but i think as long as the steelers take care of the football uh i think they win this game rather easily uh, again i think my 16 to 6 like i think they're going to be on cruise control for most of this game um as they should be uh, especially on defense yeah, I agree. I think this is going to be the most comfortable win we've seen the Steelers have in quite some time. We shall see. Nick and I will be down there. Make sure you follow along. Uh, Nick, give them your social media stuff and let them know where they can find you so follow you during the game. Yeah, you could follow me at FB. Of course, make sure to read stuff at SteelersNow.com too. Alan and I will be pumping stuff out throughout the night, depending on injuries, whatever may happen on Thursday Night Football. Yeah, we've got a whole – there's already like – a good 15 stories up on the website already today. So go get your pregame reading done. And then uh, we'll uh, find me on X, Saunders underscore PGH, and we'll uh, we'll get you through the game. And then I'll be back with Smitty tomorrow for the next episode of Steelers Afternoon Drive. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And we'll see you on the other side. 